Today is the memorial of the most holy name of Jesus. And you, you may well ask, why do we have a, a day dedicated to the name of Jesus? It's good to ask good questions. If you ask good questions, you get good answers, at least you should. What sets Christianity apart, brothers and sisters, is God's proximity to us, how close he is to us, how near he is to us. And we don't really see it as revolutionary because we live in a, in a Christian world. But this is absolutely revolutionary. That God, and not just a God, but the God, not just the God of like that river over there or, you know, God of, the, of, of, the, of, of that star constellation or the God of, uh, God of birds or something like that. No, the God. Not one of these false gods, the God. He's God of all things. Throughout the Old Testament, you, you, you know, there'd be, there'd be a believer speaking to an unbeliever and he goes, well, tell me about your God. Like, who's this God you're talking about? Oh, he's the God. What is he the God of? The God of everything. It's an amazing thing. He's the God of all things. He has always been. He always will be. He's being itself. And when he speaks, all things come into being. That's the God we're talking about. So you would think that a God like that would be distant considering his greatness compared to our smallness. And that's not the case. Christianity is revolutionary in this, brothers and sisters, that God, the all-powerful God, all-knowing, who has always been, who has made all things, is close to us. He's not far away. He's not someone up there, over there. He's right here. And he dwells in each one of us, each of the baptized. It's an amazing thing. So on this memorial of the holy name of Jesus, we celebrate the fact that we know God's name. That's a very particular Christian thing. Not, that, not, not just, just that we know God's name, but we can speak God's name. That God, in all his solemnity and beauty and glory, can be named. Right? We, he, he, has, he has a name applied to him, right? Like, no, no one word would ever cover or be able to describe the Lord, and that he lets, he lets himself be named. And it is the name given by the angel to Our Lady, Jesus, Emmanuel, God with us. His very name means God is with us. It's an amazing thing, brothers and sisters. And it just, it just bears reminding because we become so used to the fact that, oh yeah, God, yeah, I talk to him all the time. God, yeah, he's, he's close to me. God, yeah, he came down, you know, he sent his, 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 his only begotten son to die on a cross for me. Yeah, no big deal. No, it's a huge deal. Yeah, God, yeah, that baby in the manger, that's God. God, the one whose word, actual words I receive, his words. 
God who I received at this altar just now. God who is an intimate part of my life. That's what we celebrate today and every day as Christians, but in a particular way today. We can call God by his name. He makes himself that, in a way, powerless. If you can name something, if you can identify something, you have a certain power over it. And God, the Almighty, allows us to name him. At the name of Jesus, every knee must bend in the heavens and on, under the earth, and on the earth and under the earth. And every tongue proclaim to the glory of God the Father. Jesus Christ is Lord. It's a beautiful thing, an amazing thing. And we get to proclaim your name, Lord. Let's not be afraid to ask questions like these. Because good questions like these, like why do we have this feast for the holy name of Jesus? They bear really good answers. Revolutionary ideas. Revolutionary truths. Let's not be afraid to be like little children in our faith. Because that's precisely what we are. Compared to the Almighty God, we're so small. And yet, he doesn't fault us for, our, for how small we are. He doesn't say, well, oh, you're no good. What, what use are you to me? What could you possibly do? He goes, what do you have to offer? He invites us. He can do all of this without us, by the way. All of the apostolic ministry entrusted to you and to me. He could do it all. But he's entrusted so much to you and to me. It's an amazing thing. He says, no, I want you to be part of my salvific work. I want you to take part in the work of salvation. Let's not be afraid to be like those children who, do you remember as a kid when you would, maybe, maybe there's, there's a big event going on, you're getting ready for Christmas or something like that, and we were so eager to help. We were so eager to offer what little we could offer, which was like next to nothing, right? It's like, let me help, Dad, and you're like standing there holding a hammer for Dad, right? Let me help, can, can I, take? oh, let's decorate the tree, right? And, you know, mom, and mom or dad keep handing us the ornaments. And we're putting them on the tree. But since we're like three feet tall, they're all on the bottom three, you know, branches of the tree. And all on one side. And it's all lopsided. And it's falling over, you know, after the hour of hanging ornaments, right? And our parents don't fault us for that. They just go, yes, 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 you can help. Come and be a part of this. And of course, when we go to bed, what do they do? They rearrange it. They make it beautiful. They take what, 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 what flawed work we've done and make of it something great. The Lord does the same with us. So very often we're afraid to take that next step as a Christian <coughs> to help out because we're afraid we're, we're going to fail. We're afraid we'll look silly or dumb or childish. Guess what? You will. You absolutely will. Do not be afraid to be like a child. They say, Lord, this is what I have to offer. I'll say, good. In fact, very good. And he'll make so much more from our small offering. The Lord will never be outdone in generosity, brothers and sisters. 
Let's not be afraid to be children. To have the zeal of the children who say, can I help? Can I help? I want to help. Let me lift that thing that's too heavy for me. I want to mow the lawn, but the, the, the lawnmower weighs 40 pounds and you weigh 20. Like, you can't, can't do that, right? And yet, okay, yeah, come help me out. Oh, help, yeah, help me. You know, dad, dad, dad put a few grass clippings in a shopping bag and he let us carry it. Oh, good job, bud. You got it. The Lord does the same with us. He does not fault us for our smallness. He who became small for us does not fault us for our smallness, for our helplessness. He who was swaddled, ever seen a baby swaddled? I never knew what that meant until I had nieces and nephews. Because my, my mother never swaddled us, or just, we sort of just flopped around, right? But to swaddle a baby is to, like, literally tie them up in a blanket, right? Like, wrap them up in a blanket, right? And all there is just a little head stuck out, and they can't scratch their little faces with their, t- with their little teeny fingernails, right? They, they are entirely helpless. They're just a little baby burrito, right? The Lord was swaddled. The one who hung the stars in the sky was made a prisoner in his own blankets. He does not fault us for our helplessness. He who became helpless for us. So brothers and sisters, be not afraid. Be not afraid this year to just to, to take those risks. Those risks of, 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 of love. Those risks of, of, of being helpful. Those risks of of, 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 you know what, the risk of looking, looking a fool, perhaps, for the sake of loving the Lord. You know, here, here are the magi with gold and frankincense and myrrh. And tradition tells us, not it's, a, it's an extra biblical thing, but the tradition tells us like there's this Little boy, it goes, I'll play my drum for you. Like, no, please don't play the drum. You know, it's like, that's such an annoying song to begin with, right? But please don't play your drum. The baby's trying to sleep, right? Oh, that's so nice, they're playing the drum. Don't be afraid to be the silly, annoying drummer boy for the Lord. I hate that song. Maybe you're catching on to that, right? I don't know. Um, but don't be afraid to offer whatever it is that you have to our Lord. He appreciates it. He will make something great from it. Let's not be afraid to ask those good questions. Why do we celebrate the name, the, the feast, a feast for the holy name of Jesus? Let's not be afraid to be children, be childlike, to have the heart of a child. Unless you acquire the heart of the child, you will not. Be welcome in the kingdom of heaven. And if we have a hard time being a child, let's go to our lady. Let's go to our mother. I don't know about you, but being around my mother allows me to kind of just like drop my guard, to be a bit, um, to be, yeah, to be, to be, to, to, to drop, drop the air of, of, I've got it all together. It's okay to not have it all together in front of your mother. 
What did she say? It's okay. Oh, you're doing great. You're doing wonderful, right? She will encourage us in whatever apostolic mission the Lord has given us. She will let us let our guard down. She will let us be vulnerable. She will simply love us and lead us to Jesus. That's what she does. So in this new year, brothers and sisters, be not afraid. Be not afraid to be a child of God, for that is what indeed you and I are. I thank you, my God, for the good resolutions, affections, and inspirations you've given to me during this meditation. I ask your help to put them into effect. My Immaculate Mother, St. Joseph, my Father and Lord, my Guardian Angel, intercede for me.